minimalists. All right, y'all, let's dive into this Postscript episode. We have Paul here from Canyon City, and we're, uh, we're talking about hobbies. And Larry's question was, baseball cards, comic books, guitars, spoons, stamps, shot glasses, etc. Collecting isn't a hobby, is it? And I think, I think my answer to this might surprise you, but um, it's maybe. Maybe collecting's a hobby, but I think it's only a hobby if, if that activity be, goes beyond the collecting. Hmm. Like, if we're collecting just for the sake of collecting, I don't know that that's necessarily well, a hobby. Dude, right? I just, like, had this thought of someone who's a, who's a <laughs> someone who has a great collection, they're an amazing, they're a really cool, awesome consumer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you understand what i'm saying yeah like to to because uh, that's if you have a collection that's what you really should say is i have a collection i'm I'm a very good consumer and i can prove it with my yeah. the collection oh, of gotcha. things that i have i have a consumption like i'm, I'm a skilled consumer i'm a skilled consumer <laughs> yeah. but yeah. I would, it, is, it is deliberate in a way i don't want to like under i don't want to undermine the whole th- collecting thing i think it is deliberate i i i don't I don't know that because the I think the a real skilled consumer is one who consumes less. Mm. Right, someone who yes, I, I totally agree. Um, so so let me ask you this, Ryan: uh, baseball collecting baseball cards or comic books or Paul collecting guitars is is that a hobby? Is the collecting of the instrument a hobby? I don't I, know. I don't know. I, I would say I would in, in the guitar example, I would say no, and that it's only uh, it's only really useful if you're using the guitar. To, to make something yeah you know? um but I, yeah i don't know if, if someone was like well, i actually have no intention on using it i just want to have it like i just want to yeah. for the the maybe I, I don't know maybe it's art in a way yeah. and I, I don't think of yeah. to me like one of my hobbies i was hoping we would talk about this on the main podcast but it's going to museums art museums in particular i was just thinking yeah. that i'm like dude i there are collections i love and i am so happy that people have curated. It's not that you love the collection, you love the experience, uh, you love experiencing the collection. That's right, we got to reclaim the word love. That's right. That's uh, right, I really enjoy the experience that that the the, the collection brings, absolutely. And, and I think you know, sometimes beautiful guitars, you know, you go back and look at old Martins or old Gibsons or whatever, yeah. and, and you're like, oh, that's that's gorgeous, and it is a piece of art, and you put it on a wall even, and it's like, oh, okay, wow, it really, it looks good, and it, it it's decorative in a way. I don't know that it's a hobby, though. Right. I don't think art is necessarily a hobby unless you're participating in the process of creating that art, right? Or otherwise, um, or it doesn't have to be. What just, about what about like a professional curator, like you know, someone who does work for a museum? Well, you just said the key word there, professional. That's it's not necessarily a hobby, right? But I th- but I think that I, I think that that might. I think a lot of professions start out as a hobby. Yeah, so amateur curators. Can, right. Can amateur curating be a hobby? Right. Like, that, like that, the, the act is is uh, is curating uh, for the greater good. Ooh, so maybe that's the thing. Maybe mm. it's, if it doesn't serve the greater good in a way, then it's not a yeah. hobby. Because the, the yeah. museum's not just collecting simply to have the art. They're collecting to share it with with people. And uh, yeah, that's. I think that's a, that's a cool distinction. I have something really mean to say. Uh-oh. And maybe we'll cut it if it's too mean. <laughs> This um, is for Patreon, so it's okay. They understand <laughs> us. They I get think, us. I think collecting, well, like we said earlier in in the the hobbies podcast episode, like we can justify anything, right? Mm. So I think we can justify uh, that collecting is a hobby, but it's a really lame hobby. <laughs> 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 no offense to anyone out there, but I'm sorry when someone says, "Look at my comic book collection. Look at my guitar collection. Look at my." Stamp collection. All, all, the all, the first thing I think, honestly, is 
wow, I wish I could get excited about these things. Like this person is excited. But the next thing I think is like, oh, like, okay, like this person is really into guitars. Great. Play me a song. Yeah. And then sometimes they're like, oh, yeah, I'm not really that good. And it's and it's fine. Like yeah. it's the, well, it's almost like it's it's the uh, it's the attainable thing in lieu of like the 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 skill or the the practice or or like the the the, the less uh, grabbable thing, you know, the less yeah. tangible thing. There's uh, something in psychology with that. So so ten percent ten percent of books that are purchased. Uh, so of all the books that are purchased, ten ten percent of people don't. Only ten percent of people make it past the first chapter. Wow. And so so think about that. If if you sell a hundred thousand books, only ten thousand of them are gonna get past the first chapter, which is really depressing as a writer. Yeah. Can you imagine as a musician if, if you were like, I'm making this album and a hundred thousand people purchase this album, but they only listen to one song. Ninety thousand of them listen to one song yeah. and that's it. And it's like, wow, like it, it and because we feel fulfilled, we, we we feel like we've reached some sort of goal attainment just by acquiring the item, whether it's the guitar or the spoon collection, which is the strangest one to me personally. Um, I mean, I need spoons. I have spoons. I yeah. Ella was running around the house yesterday with a spoon in her hand. She was naked, just running around the house with a spoon. At least it wasn't a knife or scissors. It <laughs> <laughs> was the other hand. <laughs> Uh, no, and, and you know that she, she she was a super minimalist. Her spoon collection was one spoon and no clothes. <laughs> um, but I, I find that yeah, I agree with you, man. It is kind of lame. Although you can say that about any hobby. There's someone who's going to say uh, snowboarding is just falling down the hill in a sk- in a skilled manner. Oh, dude, I saw uh, I saw a hilarious billboard. Um, the Winter Olympics. All it is is a bunch of sports that involve sliding. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> kind of true. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. absolutely true. Uh, yeah, back in Ohio, we used to play ice basketball. Yeah, I think uh, in Fargo they probably played that too. Except I don't know if they play far- uh, basketball in Fargo. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I, I I don't know. I, I I look at this and I say, okay, is it a hobby? Sure, you can call it a hobby if you if you want to. But here's here's the better question: Is it hoarding? Yeah. And here's what I here's what I know for sure: hoarding is not a hobby. Mm. And so there's a pithy answer for you, Sean. Mm. Hoarding is, is not... So if, if it's crossed some sort of line from collecting to hoarding, and we've already determined that collecting is just well-planned hoarding anyway, then if it's on that side of hoarding where it's less well-planned, then eh, it's definitely not a hobby. Though. Yeah, dude, I, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there, man, because what Larry has to look at is his perspective on... I don't know if he's collecting stuff or not or if he's just asking the question, but anyone... Uh, who is collecting they've got to ask themselves that question like is this is this causing me stress or is this actually adding value to my life because if it's causing you stress then it probably is hoarding and i going Ooh, back yeah going back to uh your pithy answer about how essential is perspectival i think that totally goes towards uh collections yeah um i i there is remember the guy in, I believe it was in Sacramento, no, not Sacramento, uh, uh, San Jose, whatever northern, whatever city we went up to in Northern California mm-hmm. where, uh, where we were following Ken Burns. Oh, Sacramento. Sacramento. And, and uh, the gentleman came up to us and he was like, uh, I really enjoyed your talk. He's like, but if you're a minimalist, I must be a maximalist because if you walked into my home, I have all these model airplanes. And he was like, I used to be a pilot. And he's like, I love them. I love to collect them. 
and he was like, I love to people come over and I, I can tell them the name of the planes and people get interested in them. And we have these really great conversations. And I'm like, dude, you're a minimalist. I hate to tell you, but it sounds like you get a lot of value out of those planes. Yeah. So I, and I also think, the experience of those planes, yeah. building them probably, painting yes. them by hand, showing other people. That's part of the creation. Mm. It's not just the collection. Because here's the thing. Those, would be, those planes would be far less rewarding to him mm-hmm. if he just bought them from some other airplane collector and, and stored them in his basement in a box somewhere. There is, there is not a worse feeling to me right now than thinking about... Like when I was in high school, I used to buy those model cars. Yeah. And then I'd get the super glue and the paint, dude. And I'd like, you know, I'd do it. And it looked like crap when I was done with it. I never, remember this. I did, used to do the same thing. Never looked like what it was supposed to look like. It didn't look like the box. It looked like a, a very postmodern version of what was on <laughs> yes, the box. exactly. But dude, that to me, like I was happier with that than if I would have just bought a, a model that someone else had put together pristine. Yeah. Well, I think that's the interesting thing about his 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 story. It's like, well, I used to be a pilot. It's it's sort of a tool, a mechanism to talk about, uh, to express himself Absolutely. to the people that come over and to let them into a piece of his life that, in a know, way, it's a conversation starter. Yeah. Right? Like otherwise, he you know you just have to be there. And like you know, as a pilot once, and you know, and people yeah. might not be as as inquisitive as if they're like, oh, right. what's that? Plan? You can come in. Come Howdy. on in. Hi. We're just finishing Hello, up this ladies. recording. Yeah. We got yeah. Bex and Ella walking into the room right now. <laughs> You want to say hi not to all scary. our Patreon fans? Say hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> she loves each and every one of you. All right, y'all. I think that's a perfect way to wrap this up here. Paul, thanks for being with us. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much. It's been an honor. Yeah, man. Great having you. All right. Let's, uh, let's sign off. We'll see y'all later. See you next time. <laughs>